<laughs> some reason. I don't know what's going on there. It's the cats. Yeah, they're busy. Ruining or God's God's abject hatred of Raymond. I think that's <laughs> that's my first inclination. Is is that's the root of the problem? He's getting him. Yeah. God not only hates us all, but especially Raymond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Look at look at look at look at your shirt. I know. You, you act you actively defy him every day with your your pentagrams. I was walking through Costco earlier, and a dude just brushed by me. It was like nice shirt. I was like, yeah. I forgot I was even wearing it. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> well, it was like when we went to Black Sabbath at the Gorge, mm-hmm. and I was wearing a Slayer shirt, and I forgot that I was wearing a Slayer mm-hmm. shirt, and I forget that wearing a Slayer shirt at a metal event invites people to yell Slayer at you mm-hmm. intermittently. So it's it's sort of sure like did. it's like sort of like people that like aggressively approve with like honking their car horn, oh, yeah. like you like you're just like what did I do? And then it's like oh you're this is nice honking, <laughs> and it's just people yelling at you going just like Slayer, and you're like ah okay okay. Did okay, I tell okay, you about? Okay. My brother went and saw Slayer a Slayer concert. I think it was at the Knitting Factory, and like Suicide Whoa. Silence opened for them, and this sure. Suicide Silence they were trying to get the crowd to say something. Every time they like tried to get them to say something, they all went Slayer yep. instead. Yeah, that's a thing. That's, yep. that's the curse of opening for Slayer. Right. Is that like the, they just boo you off until Slayer comes on? Yeah. The crowd, the crowd doesn't view you as an opening act for Slayer. They view you as an active obstruction to them seeing Slayer. <laughs> it's it's like, an obstacle like course for them. If this like if you weren't on stage right now, Slayer would be on stage right now, and we pay to see Slayer, and we like Slayer, and we don't like you. Yep. That's and that, yeah, that's why I think when we saw Sabbath, I originally because um, it was Andrew WK open <laughs> as from, a heavy but, metal DJ, yeah. as a heavy metal DJ, which, which originally I thought was like a really dumb idea. No. But then once we were there, I was like, no, this is brilliant Actually, because he's just playing, he's just playing songs that people know. Yep. We got hyped up. He he said a couple things in between each song. It was cool because it was Andrew WK, <laughs> sure. and then fucking Sabbath. Yeah, came he's out. just playing like Ace of Spades and has a t-shirt gun with Black Sabbath t-shirts in it, and he's shooting into the crowd. That's like, awesome. That's Good for that's him. the only opening act that's really that's, that's appropriate. Yeah, that's fine. And 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 they can't nobody can go like ah oh, this sucks because they're just playing like Metallica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's fitting we're talking about that Black Sabbath concert because I think back when we went to that Sabbath concert <laughs> was. <laughs> Back when we were recording the first run of the podcast, yeah, I believe it was around that time. And what what was one of our main series when we did that? It was uh, James. Watching every James Bond. Every James Bond. Every Sinjin Smythe. That was like our thing for why we started it, right? I mean, we wanted to do a podcast, but we were like, we should just watch all the James Bond movies. Well, never. Yeah, the original name of the podcast. Yeah, the original premise was like we would do one for like alternating every week and then one concurrence mm-hmm. like long series our mistake mm-hmm. was we picked one of the longest series in history <laughs> that already had 20 I've... movies when we started yeah you know for, for four shitheads i think we had a pretty good consistent run we got uh, like all the way from the beginning it was starting with dr no into pierce brosnan that's like yeah that's what tw- that's most of all films? that's almost all of yeah. them that was that's a lot. That's right. a good run. This is and the did one. So yeah, we were eighteen. Uh, no, we watched. I think the only one we didn't watch was uh, Die Another Day. I think we made it all the way we up didn't through, make it through Die Another Day. I don't. Um, world is not enough. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Who does? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we skipped it. 
just like everybody else did. So yeah, we we had a good run there. We uh, we know people yeah. whose marriages didn't last as long as that from a first run of the podcast. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, I think I think and, we had a pretty fair shake. And we decided and, to and, um, do go back to James Bond because this episode will come out a year of us restarting the podcast. Yeah. And this restarted podcast, along with that old pos- podcast, is called Never Seen Any of This. And my name I'm is Sammy. Amy. I'm TJ. Name Raymond. And that's the cold open, guys. And I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we were full in James Bond discussion, yeah. the, I realized, the, oh, we haven't yeah, introduced. Yeah. The astute listener will realize it's a subtle homage <laughs> to the cold open yeah. in the James Bond franchise. But it's been. This will be our year since we started doing the podcast yeah. again. Yeah. So we were like, let's get back to. Let's get back to. We some had roots. a lot of ideas of what we wanted to do for the one year, <laughs> and like, not, there, were like some, there was a lot of it were like were some crazy good. ideas. I'm glad we just went back to our roots. I feel I feel like that's fun. That's. <laughs> I feel like it was appropriate. Like I, I I I sort of ended up making the executive decision because it was technically my pick, but like, I I I also like the idea that I mean I also enjoy the notion of like waiting for midsummer when we can actually all sort of get together. Because I can't, I didn't. Really realize that you mm-hmm. had had not seen it yet tj had not I've seen not. it i mean so they will have I, to do it again I, at some point we gotta i i have a sort of a, an obligation to continue to be a luddite and <laughs> and not not see things so that we can do them for the for the podcast yeah, that makes sense and and when I don't see tentpole things like Midsummer, then it gets us so a lot I of downloads. So I can use that as my excuse. <laughs> I can use that my, as my excuse of not seeing any movies. Is like I haven't seen them because I was waiting to do them for the podcast. That's why Wait, I exactly. haven't yeah. seen all these classic movies that everyone else has <laughs> seen. It. That's why. No, I <laughs> right now we're watching we're working right with now, fucking. But, but you know, <laughs> right now we're working with rookie numbers, and we gotta pump those numbers up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But so we did, but, uh, yeah, die another day. And, yeah, and we had gone on, and I looked on Netflix and saw that Goldeneye and The World Is Not Enough and Tomorrow Never Dies are all on there, and I went, oh, all the Brosnan movies are on Netflix, yep. assuming Die Another Day was on there. Mm-mm. It nope. was not. <laughs> nope. Andy and I both own the fifty-year collection of Bond, where it has all of them, mm-hmm. and a space for Skyfall up through Skyfall. Um, that's so, still sitting at like 150 bucks on Amazon. I looked. Really? And I'm fucking like, ridiculous. It's now out of date. I got a Christmas gift. <laughs> it's a good buy collection. Like, buy like four movies. Yeah. I, I, they should have just yeah. soon to be five in the. In, I don't like, know why they're just like. Spot next, at the end for Skyfall? Only two? There is a blank spot for Skyfall. It's just Spectre and the new one. They oh, should have like. Spectre and the new one? Okay. Kept just put up like a couple more pages of just blank spots. Like, why not? They know there's going to be more. They just keep, put some more blank spots in there for me. <laughs> just, Barbara just Broccoli just gets greedy and puts 10 extra slots. Yeah, like, you're going to get that many more. You know it. <laughs> I just, I just place my Spectre Blu-ray behind my box set because I don't mind that that one's not displayed. Oh, out yeah, open. fair enough. <laughs> I just place it back there. And then when I pull down, when I pull down the box set, it's sitting there. I'm like, oh yeah, I could watch that. <laughs> no, I think- all right. I think when we were initially recording the podcast, it was like the idea was we were going to catch up to Spectre before it came out, and then we, we watched Spectre. And we still weren't caught up. No, yeah, we were and now it's been we were... five years, and we're still not caught up. But it's okay because the movie that's coming out 
is also delayed. Hey, yeah. Hey, now this is really a golden opportunity. Someone's going to see the podcast, see it's a James Bond movie, see the word die on there and be like, what? No, it's not. No time to die. No. It's die no, another day. Sorry. I think possibly a better movie. Who knows? We haven't seen it. We don't know. The, the word die. The word die appears uh, umpteenth times in in, yeah. in these in yeah. these things. Live, so you can't live and yeah. let die. Temper temper your expectations, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're gonna title it James Bond's Die Another Day, like <laughs> unless that's what it's officially titled. Is that is that accurate? <laughs> do we? How many of these do we actually have in the archive still? Like, all, do we have all the Bonds? We only Lying release lurking. Uh, license to kill. Right? Is that the only one that we brought out Ooh, of archives? That's a good. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only one we released this year from our archives. Of oh James yeah. Bond ones. So, yeah. Okay. We should have. That'd be fun to to get those out eventually. <laughs> but we drop a couple more in there. We uh, apparently there's a new James Bond movie coming out eventually. in November. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> so we just release a bunch of our archives to lead up to that if it comes it's out. Hype. Yeah. They're just pushing forward. We <laughs> totally. won't be able to see the movie. <laughs> no, but we won't. It's fine. That was we'll, my favorite we'll... idea of Raymond's for what we should do for the podcast. Was he looked up a five-hour drive to go and see Tenet? <laughs> I was like, that's what we should do. <laughs> Get in the yeah, car, I, record I us driving. Who lives in Seattle, and he was like, I've seen that there's one drive-in showing Tenet in Washington that like he could see, and for him it was two hours away. Like, okay, this where's that one? Uh, because I read a thing. I read a thing today that said that Warner Brothers is blocking all states that aren't showing it in theaters at their uh, drive-ins. Maybe, I mean, they had it listed. Maybe they hadn't updated it, but it's somewhere in, like, the Bellingham-ish yeah. area. So it's like, for yeah. us, it would be either five and a half or six and a half hours, depending on how you travel. <laughs> and it was first come, I mean, first serve. <laughs> starting next week. I mean, what week. the fuck else are That's we doing? That's what right. would happen, Andy, is it would, we would get all yeah. the way down there and it would be full. Just like when we went when, when we tried to see Interstellar, when they didn't let you buy tickets online, and then we got there, and they're like, "You're allowed to buy tickets online," and it was sold out. Do you remember that? Oh. <laughs> Andy doesn't want to. Andy oh. doesn't want to bring that up. I can see it on his face. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Or I like the idea better of like like modding out one of our rigs, like a la Mad Max or something, and then just going into Idaho to see it. Yeah. I think that I mean there was like a more, more I saw fun it. there was an, idea. There's an it's IMAX. closer. I don't think there's an I don't think there's any drive-ins in Idaho. Right. Well, no, I, I no. Again, up. we would need like full Mad Max gear to kill everybody else in the theater, <laughs> so that we would be able to oh, socially Jesus distance Christ. and then watch watch tennis. Well, we're doing that. We got to yeah. go to Montana because there's an IMAX which, in Montana. <laughs> in, in in truth, like I don't even like even if it was just like a five-hour drive to go see this under normal circumstances, like I don't give a fuck about this movie. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like but, TJ, I do. I don't care. So I'd rather have the experience of the thing be more exciting, which gotcha, would be yeah. more dangerous, which would be going into Idaho and Mad Max territory. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So right. shiny and chrome. Oh, boy. Otherwise, I don't, yeah. Anyway. Witness me. Mr. Nolan, witness me. Oh, God. Uh, so this was no. this was bad. From, from the get-go, <laughs> when he... start with that, huh? When he... I knew it was bad. I mean, I knew because I've seen it before. But I knew it was bad when he shoots at the barrel scene and the gun goes into the barrel, like the bullet goes yeah. through the barrel. I was like, that has never it's happened very, in any other it's ones. It's very mid-2000s. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't kill the person shooting. No. That would just and mess up the gun. I mean, gun. okay, but fair enough, that makes James Bond seem really cool to have that accurate of a shot to shoot down someone's barrel of a gun. Like, that's pretty cool. 
But otherwise, it looked real and dumb. Then have, and then have blood appear inside I mean, of the gun? I mean, that's always happened. That's not, <laughs> that's what, not anything new. Don't guns, don't guns bleed? Are guns not little living friends? Weird. I'm sorry, I have an American interpretation of guns as being cuddly little friend <laughs> creatures that, yeah, you know. Everybody has bleed. one. Do you bleed? You will. God. <laughs> okay, so. They just sort of, like, chitter and, you know, they don't like being contained in dark places, so you got to leave them around. And then, you, you know, they can't be hungry, so you Are you still talking about guns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you always got to leave them out in the open because they need to breathe. And you, then they can't be hungry, so you always got to leave bullets in them. <laughs> The um, we were we were discussing this movie because we we could have watched I believe the world is not enough mm-hmm. or die another day and I think we all just pretty much unanimously decided that we should just skip the world is not enough because that movie is I would argue just as bad but that movie's boring that's, that's, that's the, the one with the, the guy who can't feel pain right yeah yeah is the I main bad so, guy yeah. where he like holds a hot rock like that's how he proves that he's a cool guy like that's the one I yeah. played the yeah, okay. the yeah, 64 the N64 game of, with that but I've never seen that movie so I, I was just going and, on what you said Andy that it was it was boring and I was like fine yeah. by me because I know Die Another Day is insane so the best bit is just this one Jones. is bad but it <laughs> yeah it's not Christmas good. Jones but she's it's her name is Chris that's Christmas, yeah, Christmas only comes once oh, and, and die another yeah, day. That's but right. That's okay. Ugh. Like, yeah. the theme song is great. Just listen to the Shirley Manson theme song. That's better right. than yeah, the yeah. Echo movie. Better than that, this theme that's song. That's the Holy between, Lord. Like, good and bad Bond movies is, like, I feel, I mean, it, it stands to reason for most bad movies that are enjoyable is that they are not boring. Whereas, like, a bad movie yeah. that's just, like, a bad time is a slog. But, like, this yeah. is bad, but at right. least it's, like, Going at a, a quick flip for the majority. That shit crazy. Yeah. yeah, there was there was there was some fun bits. It was just like, uh, I mean, like the song really more than anything. I guess Ward secures like just confirms a lot of things for me. Just like I just don't like Madonna. Like like <laughs> yeah. like no no incarnation of Madonna have I found ever appealing. It just hit and it hit the credits and Kenzie was home at that point and she was like, and people didn't like Chris Cornell's song. <laughs> but I mean, like, like I, I mean, it, it, I, I love that one. I mean, but, like, it's a good song. It's not, a, it's not my favorite theme. Like, right. I like I car karaoke that one more than probably all the other bonds exactly. or whatever. But like, right. uh, like in my pantheon of themes, it's not up there. It's above. Neither you're saying the, die another day is above it. No, oh, okay. I'm saying that like, <laughs> like that song. That song hits my ear like a fucking tin can. It is so bad. It's like grating. Like it, the yeah. lyrics are insane. Well, it's it like are, she, just nonsense. She, she starts singing; yeah. it doesn't like even match up with the melody. She just like comes no. in at random times; like it, it doesn't make sense. It's a very two thousands well, dance track where she has recorded something and the producer yeah. has just dropped in her. Well, like he's vocal being sample. tortured. He's being but, tortured, and they're like, "Yeah, party." Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and Pierce that's is being sequence. tortured while the song right, plays. Yes. Dumb, dumb sequence. It starts promising, where you're like, "Oh, it's gonna do like a diamonds are forever kind of homage uh-huh. thing," and then it's just like naked lady made of fire and naked lady made of ice, and, and they're like touching Pierce Brosnan, but they're not really and, there. Yeah. Like I thought but that was not, a weird yeah, touch. It's, <laughs> it's prolonged and it's dumb. <laughs> and <laughs> now, it's you are rough. Right. Yeah. Now, all that being said, I do want to give this movie mad props for at the end of the movie when the end credits play, they somehow found an even worse. <laughs> yeah, it's just a remix, longer like a club edit. I did not stick it's around. Bad. 
Dude, it's because is awful. well because like uh, like <laughs> I cuz I finished it last night and I didn't I didn't say anything yet and then I you boys were all like chiming in as you were finishing it respectively and it's just like that's how it fucking ends and it's like yeah that was, I was like audibly angry <laughs> like, I finished like, it one last fuck? night and I was like I waited for like a minute of the credits so I was like oh yeah there's no after thing and this is just a remix of the shitty intro song but it's like it's 1am I just turned it off I just put on a white noise app and went to bed. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> done. Oh my god. So oh I do god. have to I say, mean, like, before yeah. we like really dive in, that this was the first James Bond movie that I had ever seen. <laughs> ever, ever, and ever. for a while, okay, yeah. as it like when it when I saw it, it was the only James Bond movie I saw for quite some time. And I was like, this is sure. what James Bond is. <laughs> I was yeah. like, and yeah, when I was, strokes. I was like a kid, so I was like. I'm down. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I saw, I like watched it, it quite like a few four times, or five... and I know, like I played the like... 64 game, watched this movie, and that was it for me for James Bond. <laughs> I was like, cool, it's pretty cool. It was like four or five years after this movie came out until Casino Royale, yeah. so it was kind of a right. long break. So, mm-hmm. I just wanted you guys well, to know like... that that was my first viewing into James Bond and even knowing what James Bond was was this movie. <laughs> well, sure. Well, like I was even talking about it at work a little bit, and like I was just like trashing it or whatever. And the guy was like, "I had such good memories of it for such a long time because I was like twelve, right. and I just mainly remember right. like Halle Berry coming out of the water or whatever." I mean, that is the and one, that was that was that, and then the impact, the last yeah, guy as with the man. laser coming out of his mouth the, and the that I'm is a fire. A, I'm a oh, fire yeah. my laser in middle school was like a big thing at that time, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm a fire my laser." And that's, that's the guy who did a bunch of he did a bunch of uh, uh, stunts in Lord of the Rings. Oh, cool! There. Yeah, doing mm-hmm. And Halle Berry stepping out of the water is the last part in the movie where she is good. <laughs> the first oh, and the, last. The fucking the puns in this. That's the puns per minute in this is dialogue. Is bad. That's all their dialogue is. Them talking it's to really each other. It, that's all it is is puns. And I could. I was like, and it was. It's great. That's grating as well. The song is grating. None of them. The dialogue are, is grating. <laughs> None of them are even like quotably bad. Like they're just all just no. bad. Saved by the Bell. That's a good one. <laughs> nah, okay. I'm gonna start this, listening okay. to them. Let's let's go through. All. Is, see, they they come in hot. That's the thing. It's like they get yeah. the rubber on the road with how stupid these fucking things are. Oh man, it's bad. So, Die Another Day came out November twenty second, two thousand and two. That is months after they awarded Halle Berry Best Actress at the Academy Awards for Monsters Ball. Mm -hmm. She's the first African-American woman to ever win Best Actress. And it's crazy that the Academy changed their rules and took it away (laughs) from her after seeing this movie. Well, then after this, she does Catwoman, so she was in real jail for a while. You read what you The only movie in between this and Catwoman is X2. Which she's good in. Which yeah, but right. That's she's not a large part right of. Movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like that movie. Storm has a bigger part in one three than two. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. I don't. I oh, would argue man. Halle Berry's not very good in anything else after that until John Wick three. Uh, and even then, yeah. like she's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was cool. To see I don't her. know. I, she's her, fun. Her dog was. Great. I wish that she got that kind of stunt training for this. Although they probably oh my God. didn't need it that because was... it's all fix it in post kind of garbage. 
<laughs> that was one of my biggest complaints actually was like when they're at the clinic or whatever and she's like running to the rooftop to like shoot at the helicopter or whatever <laughs> fucking nonsense <laughs> like, yes. the way that she's like holding the gun with one hand and trying to pew, pew. shoot at a small target like several hundred yards away the thing that also little, kills me at this that little part pea shooter <laughs> is that uh this a uh, zao guy that's running away he like mm-hmm. she shoots and then he moves away from the bullet. I was like, you wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> she shoots and then he goes, oh, and then the bullet misses him. I was like, no. Yep. He's not superhuman this... because he was changing into someone German. That's not how that works. Hey, hey, hey he's got he's got diamonds on his face. It gives him extra sensory perception. Oh, you don't know. Okay, you're right. <laughs> so Halle's Berry, Halle Berry's character is named Jinx. Sure. And is the subject of no less than 43 puns in this movie. <laughs> it the is awful. Oh, man. And she she has expressed, like, she really wants to come back. They were going to do a spinoff series just about Jinx. Why, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought that that got canned because this movie was so bad. Right. That but that's sense. not true because they just they came up with that idea after the movie had come out because up until Casino Royale this was the highest grossing James Bond movie of all right. time. What you can fill yourself man. up once it doesn't matter. Jesus, yeah. I was like I always thought this movie didn't do very good and that's why they stopped for five years. That's why they shifted in a product place for this movie. Wow. Yep. Yeah, it's everywhere. He's, and he's always was, got like just like a full glass of liquor in every room that he's in. Right, <laughs> so the products. bottle with the label facing out. Yep. <laughs> and so I always thought that's why they canceled the Jinx spinoff series. It was going to be her and fucking Michael Madsen <sighs> in their own spinoff series from James Bond doing their own American adventures. And I always thought that it was because this movie was bad, that it didn't make very much money, that they decided to scrap that. And I was, uh, I was, lo- I looked it up, and actually, no, it's a much more 2002 reason why they decided not to do the series it's because um the studios looked at recent movies that had female leads and said those don't make money yeah like the uh, lorecraft tomb raider the second the tomb raider and the second charlie's angels both didn't make very much money so they said it's because people don't like women right. and so they, so they <laughs> decided not like, to I, do I saw that like the, the broccolis were still pushing to do it and then mgm was like we're much more interested in casino royale <laughs> So let's get that one on the road. I mean, me too. I mean, I if if I don't support their reasons, I support their decision. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine if we got a Jinx movie. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I, is Michael Madsen like... in other other Pierce Brosnan things as his, like, American CIA nope. no. counterpart? No. So this it's is the only one. one. Yep. Okay, because, like, I, I was... Which... I, I would it's like to, written like oh. he kind of is. So is that Charlie well, yeah. guy? He just shows up. That Charlie guy that's mm-hmm. at MI6, the the black guy. Oh, the... He, they act like he's been there forever. I was like, I don't remember oh. him in any other movies either. But they're like, James is like, hey Charlie, and like when he has that he's like cool. virtual shoot out scene, he like joins oh, yeah. Charlie and they go and shoot. And I was like, who is that guy? I've never seen him before. <laughs> he reminded me of the um, what was the Fawn guy from Artemis Fowl? Oh. Oh, I, I dodged that bullet, so I'm thankfully I don't get that reference. Andy, yeah. for, for Artemis Fowl being so bad, Andy constantly brings it up. <laughs> leave his memory. It's a good reference point. I, I mainly recognize that dude from Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. Oh. God, that's yeah. another <laughs> trash heap from our Hey, uh, that that's fun garbage, oh, though. Oh, yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. The sequel is and even the, better. Oh, no. 
that one's not fun though. <laughs> that's like that's like a teenage slasher th- take that's, on. Uh, that's more ABD, what I'm here. Still dumb. fun, but yeah, it's less um, fun. I'll say it's dumb. I don't like that one. <laughs> I didn't know there was two of those. I only thought yeah, there was one. The second one's I an did... R, so it didn't get uh, any press. Uh, it's yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but I was about halfway through this movie when Michael Madsen kept showing up, and I just couldn't stop myself from just sitting there and thinking. It should be illegal for him to be in any movies other than Quentin Tarantino films. (laughs) Like, he should be arrested if he tries to set foot on any set that's not being directed by Quentin Tarantino. Maybe he thought it was. Or he needs to sign, like, a permission slip, like like he's his dad. It wasn't good, but I don't know how much of it is his fault and how much is just, like, the way he acts. You know? So, like, I didn't hate his performance, but everyone in this movie is not doing good. I didn't even really like him in this movie. I feel like M did, didn't get a whole lot in this movie. She either. doesn't fucking do anything. Yeah. Well, and and she's like peak wet blanket in in this for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I wish you died like three times. She says some shit. <laughs> like, God damn. I do. I think that was one scene that I like always remembered from seeing as a kid when he stops his heart. And then he's like, "I'm checking out." I was like, "That's pretty cool. Check it That's out. awesome. Really That's a good oh, one." Oh, when, when, yeah. when he's uh, when he's Lebowski Bond, yeah, yeah, Lebowski <laughs> yeah. Bond. He should have kept that through the whole movie. That would have been so good. <laughs> oh my god, Ew, that was I, quite a time. I messaged the group chat, but the, oh my god, the amount of Pierce Brosnan's pain acting just in the first when 20 you first brought that movie? up to me, Andy, when we were watching these movies beforehand, <clears throat> I, that's all I can see now is when he grunts and like is in pain <gasps> always. <laughs> I felt like even all of his dialogue seemed strained throughout the whole movie. And I didn't know if that was like he was losing his touch on the English part of his accent, or oh, he was just like probably. coming through too I think Irish. He's just fucking phoning it in. Yeah, he's he probably gave like. Up. <laughs> like, like, like norm- has normally it's like apple juice. Right? Yeah, normally it's like apple juice in these glasses. He's like, no, go ahead and make it for real. Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm method acting. I'm so <laughs> fucking sick of this. The one that was to be honest uh, that killed me that I was like laughing the whole time was during the fencing scene. He looked mm-hmm. like he was terrified for his life every time it cut to him when it w- they were swinging at him. He had a like he had fear in his eyes every time they swung at him. <laughs> I was like, is he okay? I actually thought that. I actually thought that that was one of the better scenes in this movie. It was, the, yeah. The sword fighting action scene because he looks so fucking <laughs> yeah. scared. Well, and there's actually... I'm like, like, I believe it. There's kinetic energy there because it falls into the trap that Bond does constantly. Like, in... I think it's Diamonds Are Forever where there's a fucking, like, moon rover chase where everything <laughs> yep, is, is, like, demonstrably going, like, like they're golf Through carts. the Las Vegas desert. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you can outrun these things, like, like pretty easy. Like, and, 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 and it's all by the token of, like, look at this cool unorthodox vehicle. And it's the same fucking thing in this with the hover vehicle. When he said that the hovercraft like, would just go over mines, I was like, no. That's not how that works. That's not how it works. It's about as exciting as a bumper boat chase. Yeah, like like, there's obviously just because you put a fucking flamethrower on it doesn't make it interesting. I'm so glad they weren't through the whole movie because I was like that. They look so dumb. Well, and like Pierce doesn't look worried because it's actually him driving it because they don't go more than like fucking ten miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) That's full rabbit on the on the lawnmower scale thing that he has to play with there. It's like driving a fucking boat. Like like it's just it's dumb. Yeah, it's it's don't. Don't worry, Sammy. They come up with a much more interesting version for him to drive through throughout the rest of the movie. An invisible yeah. car. Yeah. The Vanish. I hate Wish that I can... fucking... The whole premise of the invisible car is so goddamn so stupid. stupid. The one that killed me Wish was... Wish I could make you vanish. 
Thanks, CJ. Oh, again, a great what one. A good. Soul Are we just gonna op- Wait, the, the what? We're just going to open up this cue scene right now, just real quick. Oh, no, I, before we get to <laughs> Can that. Can we just get... I, the, okay, do yours, and then I'm going to say my piece on the car, fucking cue scene. Using it to vanish so the car, the guy drives past him and, like, goes uh-huh. off the edge of the cliff... He does it so quick, it makes you think that he thought vanishment like he was literally not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It happened so quick that I was like, do they think vanish means like he literally disappeared? <laughs> like, yeah. like it went through he's, him, but well, then they're like, like, no, he drove backwards. Like He's also driving second. through like he's like driving through like hordes of soldiers and stuff. It's like it's he not just pulls right up to like they he, like it has no sound and you can't hear or see anything. Yeah. It's like it's an invisible I did like you would still, still be able to tell tracks, that there was a car driving next they to you. They showed the snow tracks and I was like at least they did that. They they at least did that part right. But he like pulls okay. up when he's like going up to that secret base he's like pulling right up behind them and then he puts it in park and they're like oh is there something back here? And he's <laughs> Like he just holds on for a second, and then they leave, and he just immediately leaves. Like it's, it's snow outside. There's, yeah. like it would be so loud even if it was quiet. Yeah. No, no, no. It would be exhausting. When he does, just coming out when of he nowhere. does that trick, when he like vanishes and goes up the wall, he's got like spike studs on his tires for extra yeah. traction. He goes up the side of the oh, yeah. wall, but like nothing happens. Like in the landscape of him, his car. A two-ton no. vehicle is going up an ice wall, and there's no ice, no nothing. You don't realize a a point of order, a melting ice yes. wall. Yeah, <laughs> but he pressed the traction button, Raymond, so yeah. it was gonna work no matter what. There's nothing you could do. It would track to anything. See, it's in the details. Yes, yes. All right, Andy, Q gives him this uh, car. Okay, yes. So yeah, the Q scene. Yeah, so um, th- this is after the the old Q actor has died. Right. Yes, oh. and we brought, we've talked about that on our previous episodes of R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Desmond Llewellyn. In Tomorrow Never yeah, Dies, Llewellyn. it's John Cleese, but he's R because he hasn't replaced Q. Yes, yes. which they just in this one he's just throw Q. out the window. They now he's just they just Q. call him Q in this one. Yep, and they bring in John Cleese to replace Desmond Llewellyn, and they make. A couple jabs in this movie about John Cleese comes in and is giving him all this information and he says like, No, I'm no nonsense, not like the old right. Q. Motherfucker, then why cast John Cleese? <laughs> like if you're gonna they make, make two, like, like two he's the Python references, but they're like the most obtuse that you could do. Right. If well, he's gonna be the straight laced, like no bullshit Q, then why cast John Cleese, one of the goofiest motherfuckers in the I, entire fucking country? I do country? like the invisible car bit where he walks around the car and like the refraction makes him do a silly walk, and that's like a good reference. It's half a second, and that was like the best part of the entire performance. <laughs> it was like a visual gag for half a second. I thought it was well, like the shit that they make come out of this man's mouth, yeah. and like, like, and he's yeah. like sort of this like icon of British comedy or whatever, and like they must have wiggled a lot of fucking goddamn money in front of him to say this dumb shit that he gets to say in this stupid movie. Yeah. Oh my god. And like, there's a bunch of old Bond like gadgets yeah. just lying yeah. around. Like the alligator is just in the background, and it's like. Don't aren't most of these destroyed over the course of those movies? Like, why would they just be sitting in here like a James Bond? Well, he makes like a very well, he obvious already, one like, with the jetpack where he touches yeah. the jetpack. Yeah. Well, and he already hangs a lantern on like the try and bring some of this stuff back 
this time mm-hmm. thing or whatever and it's like mm-hmm. well then where's all this shit coming from because it all gets destroyed or abandoned most of the time and I, then <laughs> when he gives him when he gives him the watch he says like i think this is the 20th one i've given you because this is the 20th movie and i'm at that point i'm just like so fucking tired yeah, yeah. it's so stupid. they reference skyfall does such, i saw something where they referenced every such single a better, one of the movies before this in this movie some yeah oh my god yeah i think what it, this movie does such a bad job of trying to like pay uh, pay like, like respects to the legacy of james bond i think skyfall does it so much yes. better in more subtle i like ways. some right. of them like when uh the guy comes down in the union jack parachute i, yeah. I thought that one was a fun one because i was like oh yeah because roger moore gets to do that <laughs> in a previous movie i can't remember i think i don't know which one it is i think it might be license to kill it's on God, but, it could be two of them yeah when he jumps off the parrot it's part of the it's a part of the cold open when they're like skiing oh yeah, yeah. skis yeah. off a cliff and he's got the Union yeah Jack so i thought that was a cool touch but you're right most of them are like so love obvious and like hey, yes yeah, just like this is a franchise did you know hmm. <laughs> yeah oh. Uh, the the villain, which in no way is problematic and would hold up if they did it in, t- <laughs> in today, uh, uh, no oh, no problem oh, at all. And I remember Sun watching Moon. this as a kid that I thought it was like a huge reveal at the end that it was him, but he like halfway through the movie, it's like it's me, and I was like, oh, I yeah. always. I always remembered the Ice Palace being the big climax of this right. movie. And, and it then, should be. It ought to yeah, be. That's the coolest There's another, set piece like, 40 minutes after yeah. that. Yeah, then they just go back to, like, kind of North Korea or whatever. In a plane. Like, yeah. In a plane. <laughs> Man, with, and Ro- Rosamund Pike the... is wasted in this movie. This is, it like, is her so first sad. real acting credit, too, I believe. Jesus. So, yes, I, it is. It's her first theatrical credit, and she it was her first movie she'd ever been in, and the first scene she'd ever was ever in was against Judy Dench. Oh. <sighs> but they didn't give yeah. Judy Dench and, a whole and lot to she, do, so I mean. And she, yeah, she fares admirably, but, but like, so they I thought don't give that, her anything to do. I thought through the movie, I was like, it is disgusting what they're doing to her, because she is... A terrible character, mm-hmm. and then they try to pull the thing, and they're like, "Oh, but it's on purpose because actually she's bad." I was like, "That doesn't forgive, like the terrible." Character I just thought it was so dumb. The whole like, "I'm not going to sleep with you. I, I'm not like the other girls." And that lasts like two seconds. Then, two seconds. She's and then, and when the thing that blew me away is that she's the one that gets like naked, and then gets in the bed, and she's like, "This isn't going to happen." I was like, "You're the one that got naked in front yeah, of him. What do you mean?" None of this makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's the writer's intent to be like, oh, they're tricking us into like into thinking that she's falling for him, and that she, all these like tropes of the Bond girl are, are in place. It's like, no, we're not that stupid. <laughs> you know what's insane that I looked up? I looked up the writers of People this are movie. Different. They started with they're the same writers. They started with the the world. Yeah. No, uh, tomorrow never dies, and then they do mm-hmm. all of them other than Spectre, and then they did a pass on. Uh, the newest they wrote, one, but like yeah, they're, they're no kind of die. But there's like also two other writers. So they, on that these one. writers wrote so Casino Royale. All Rich. of the Daniel Craig ones, other than Spectre. What? Yeah. No way. What the fuck yep. is going on? They wrote Skyfall. So what happened? I think when I was, I think when I watched this, like that hold on, hold on. Spectre, like Spectre is like I thought for a second that was like, oh, that's why, and I was like, oh, they didn't write that one. But that was the closest to bad to this. Yeah. I believe that um, Sam Mendes did a pass on Skyfall. They wrote the first sure. one. They, they did I, at least and one I think pass it's, on all of them. 
I believe it's blurred a lot of the time. Like they're the franchise, yeah. they're the broccoli franchise mm-hmm. guys, and so they're get they get hired to at least do the first pass of all the scripts, and then like the director will come in and hire somebody else to come like write the mm-hmm. actual movie. But they write the bones oh, of it, okay. and then they hire say, somebody else. Because how could the people that wrote it? this also write Casino Royale? That's insane, right? And it's it's so but so Casino Royale they have. They have the book to go off because that movie is for like at, based off of the right, book. Right, the first book, yeah, yeah. So that's fair. So it's an adaptation they can work with. Bit, yeah. yeah, I looked up their Wikipedia page, and there's like they're joint together. There's like no information known about them. They did a movie together in like '91, and then they did like two more things, and then they get hired to do all of the Bond from Tomorrow Never Dies onward. That's like the only thing that they've like mm-hmm. really done. Huh. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Boy. The personal uh, info on Wikipedia is like, one of them has some kids. <laughs> Do you know what else they have done? Because there is something uh, very specific that they have also written, saw, which is insane. I saw the, the list, but nothing stood out of me, so you're going to have to remind me. They have also written all of the Johnny English movies, which are directly parodying oh. the movies that they wrote. Oh, Jesus. I've only seen uh, one of those. What? I've never those seen movies those. are specific parodies of the Pierce Brosnan James Bond. And I was talking to that they Andy written. beforehand. I was like, Austin Powers makes this Die Another Day worse because, like, Austin Powers does a lot of this stuff, but it's as a joke. Well, this is doing it like trying to be serious, and it's like it doesn't work because Austin Powers, like, you know, it just makes it look worse because there's movies that have done it better mm-hmm. as a comedy. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I think yeah, this falls yeah. into a lot of the problems that Spectre has, where they're like, okay, we they they feel like they need to have the the campiness, mm-hmm. while also trying to have a serious action movie, trying to be like other action movies of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, why else would you hire this director than to get like a modern action movie feel? But also, you probably have people going, but it's got to feel like old James mm-hmm. Bond. It's got to feel like right. you're watching Live and Let Die, which those don't, those clash yes. a lot of yeah. the time. And I think Skyfall is the best example of the the amount that you need to kind of mm-hmm. wink at it, but have it still be like its own serious thing. Because well, Casino, Roy- Casino Royale goes way hard into the serious direction, yeah. which I think the franchise desperately right. needed after this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and Bond is always of its time. Like that, it's yep. always a sort of like a mirror uh, as far as like what's what's the hot thing that we can capitalize on. You know, it's like in a post Star Wars world, we needed a Moonraker, sure, right, right. Like, and so <laughs> we I, needed I, it. We I, definitely I get, needed it. Boy, did we! <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, I get the motivation, and right. so like, you know, it's like the Matrix, but jugs and puns, like is the <laughs> is the elevator pitch, and so like. <laughs> <laughs> I just it just it just feels so like obtuse in 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 this world I guess like even just in the retrospect with like a, a sort of like consideration of like I'm making a big bag of popcorn and knowing that I'm strapping in for something dumb and that's that's fine but like it, it just made it like not even like so bad it's good for me a lot of these these parts or whatever it's just like this is just fucking like laughably bad yeah. especially like the <laughs> Oh, ah. like there's CG's so many so bits where like the CG stands out as like I, the we surfing, are in a computer. Him jumping out of that thing and surf windsurfing on that wave is insane. Mm-hmm. It is so bad. It, the lighting on him does not match. The icebergs look so fake. He 
pushes or pulls up to go higher into the air. I don't, none of it's all so bad. Ugh. Well, and, and the, like the, like, and like the fallout <laughs> of the laser thing or whatever, where it's like, all right, we gotta, we gotta drag his body down so that we can, we can, you know, use his palm to get through uh-huh. the door or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, we don't have time for that. And so we're just gonna take his dismembered hand instead. And it's just like, <laughs> What yeah. what clock is ticking right now? Like you got out of your you got out of your little mess because you got caught or whatever. But like why? Because they why? wanted to use a laser to cut off his hand. <laughs> yeah. I do want to talk about what is the villain's goal? What is he do? What is he doing with that laser? What's the point? What that sun laser? What is he? What does he want to uh, do? He he wants to hold the world hostage. Okay. Yeah. Probably. So then, when everyone was cheering and clapping, what did they think he was making? A second sun? Like, cool, it'll be daytime all the time. Was that really what they were excited about? Did you not listen to the TED Talk? I barely. (laughs) I tried. I I think the idea is, like, you could turn, like, it's absorbing the sun's rays at all times, so it could control where it's sunny. But, like, the idea, like, at any point in time, you could, maybe you pay for it to be sunny somewhere. I don't fuck. But I guess the idea is you turn it off, and all of a sudden there's no sun on Earth, so he, like, starts take over so if yeah, you're knows. it's a goddamn it, laser if i was so mad that it was, if you <laughs> get, it's another goddamn laser when goldeneye is also a laser if you were thought dead and you were able to use dna to change how you look to what would you do different with, ethnicity what would what yeah what would you do with that if the answer is not make a big laser you're wrong <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing you should do with that power make the biggest laser in the world <laughs> yeah when everyone, Boy, like when actually, it shines, they just got to put on sunglasses. No big deal. We're fine. Now, now that I think about it, I would like, I would probably like try and confirm some popular conspiracy of like somebody that's still actually alive, like like in like a sort of like an aged John Lennon might be fun. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. or uh, Avril Lavigne has been replaced. Oh. Well, that's well, but she's still <laughs> I mean, she's still floating. But she's not in, like the Bermuda Triangle or something. Right. You know. Oh right. But you know, one of those. I, I don't. I don't think that me trying to be Tupac would go well. No, that's uh, yeah. Don't no. change your ethnicity for God's sake, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we we don't live in a in a transracial world. I did see that the guy who is the villain in this movie is both the son of uh, Maggie Smith, and also oh oh um he's also <gasps> played um James Bond in radio plays. Along with like Roseman Pike oh. is in one, so he has been James Bond in a different medium. Huh. Like hmm. that's fun, hmm. but that is kind of. I don't another... think he does. He does fun. <laughs> he does fun. Yeah, I honestly like Warrior before he changed. I like that actor better. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, he a two different people? Yeah, but, you know, so Sammy, Sammy, this is two thousand two. You can't have another brown person <laughs> oh, yeah, ex- in the movie. <laughs> you can't you have that be make one him of your leads. White as soon as possible. <laughs> Your ethnicity can only be one of the henchmen. Have you not seen any movies in this right, like franchise? Right, like Mr. Kill. Mr. Kill. Dumb and bad. <laughs> I had subtitles this on those. It's so just, just exhausting. Just so you know, it's Mr. K-I-L, just in case you wanted to know. Yep. It's not kill, um, the full word. It's right. K-I-L. So no, it's not the same why word. Would, it's not, I mean, why would you make yeah. that reference? In a in a in a world with like high fat and sun moon as as your as your fodder or whatever, then yeah, we better make sure that it's not like kill with two wells. <laughs> Let's not put a hat on a hat. <laughs> I 
I don't so know if fucking you guys... stupid. God damn it, I'm so mad. <laughs> we went... I also yeah, thought you it... picked this. You wanted to go back to this. <laughs> the more I talk about like, it, I was fine until we started talking about it. Now I'm really mulling over how fucking dumb this movie is. <laughs> and it'll be another five years I also... before we go back to James Bond now. <laughs> I found it really, really strange that this movie took the turn at the end there that it wanted to make you sympathize for the North Korean general who is his dad. Like, for some reason, that guy was starting to become, like, a good guy. It's like... Yeah, because huh? yeah, his son they was bad. They sort of plant the seed a little bit with just, like, yeah, He's you, still a North Korean you, general. You you ruined my, my, my attempt to prove that we might be able to one day trust the West because you're a British assassin, you dummy, and you killed my son. <laughs> so yeah okay and one of those things I thought that was weird where other. he was like and I will now keep you alive and torture you for 14 months <laughs> like why so long like if he killed your son you would not be alive for 14 months trying to get information I think it's just him. because that's that's how that's long just because they made the trade they just and decided 14 months later like yeah. he wouldn't have been alive well, that long yeah that's what and i'm saying that's how long it takes him. for these scorpions to grow to full maturity <laughs> oh, <okay>. where <laughs> they can they can use the poke him and then then bring him back all right yeah that was good yeah. i'm glad they did that i'm glad they explained did that. they did they sort of insinuate that that is where he got the ability to like slow down his heart and stop no, he's or is that just like mi6 one. things oh, okay yeah. he's okay well i <laughs> wouldn't surprise me he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of tobacco he's world famous james bond I did oh, like I his little him. like his uh, his uh, his sleeper cell hookup in Havana was actually a pretty fun character. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, that was a fun little character actor guy. Um, I don't know if any of you guys took a little uh, look see over at the IMDb trivia for this no. movie. Of course not. I, was I found I found it funny because the majority of it is just um, members of the cast saying they regret doing I, it. <sighs> Pierce Brosnan saying that it's his least favorite of all Roger the movies Moore and he was excited. It. He was excited to do another one so that he could leave on a better movie. (laughs) Didn't happen. Um, Apparently, uh, Pierce Brosnan tells a story that uh, he gets a lot of people come up to him and just talk to him about Halle Berry. Oh, (laughs) sure. And um, uh, when he's on the plane and there's that terrible ham-fisted, shaken-not-stirred martini reference, the flight attendant that brings him his drink is roger moore's granddaughter oh, oh. isn't that nice har, har, har. yeah what good trivia <laughs> thank yeah. thank you actually no, no I, I, I just thought it was funny that <laughs> there there was like a little bit of trivia or whatever i remembered it was like some some old irish man was just like let me shake your hand pierce and then he did he's just like ha look at that that's the closest i'll ever get to holly berry's arse and i was like oh that's Mm. That's a cute, Sometimes funny little old Irish man thing to say, I guess. IMDb okay. trivia, yeah. just whatever right. they think trivia is. <laughs> trivial information. Yes, they are. You're right. <laughs> That's what it should be called. That's IMDb hence, trivial information. Hence... <laughs> I just, I cannot believe that this was the highest-grossing James Bond movie. I'm That's... glad that Casino Royale outgrew it. it. Now, is that <laughs> still the case, or did Skyfall it's pass second. it? I believe Skyfall. Skyfall passed it. Or third. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, like, there are other Bond movies, like I was talking about, uh, like, that are of their time that are still, like, fun and good. Uh-huh. Like, even if, like, the movie isn't that great, like, the theme is at least good. Like, right. you know, like they've got, I like, mean, fucking, like, Duran Duran or, like, oh. AHA or whatever, and they're still working with, like, John Barry well, or even whatever. even with Pierce and, like, Brosnan. Producing like, a good theme. GoldenEye is, like, good. 
Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah that's that's very good. Like gold, and yeah, that's that a movie good movie. Good, yeah, <laughs> so and like, it's a, kind of like evocative of more like the Shirley Bassey stuff. But it, and like mm-hmm. and fun. Is that just good. like bound to happen if you're J- James Bond for a certain amount of movies? Like you're gonna get you're, they're gonna go bad eventually. It just seems like that's the case. Like maybe. I mean, Roger Moore um, by the end was like, "You shouldn't be doing this anymore." Pierce Brosnan by the end. Well, the now we got Spectre. They don't know what they don't know what to. They keep trying to invent reasons to keep the character around, but it's majority, like, ropes. So for them to have, mm-hmm. like, when they've got something to work on, it, it's like a decent movie, but there's uh, No Time to Die will be number 25 for 50 years of this franchise. So it's like, what well do you have to mind other than the trope you established Within right. your own canon, right? That's what they even well, start. And they've already they're... like every ever every third movie is just like you're a fossil, you're a yes. blunt yeah. tool. We got yes. no use for you anymore, and that's like the whole crux. And of then it there's is, two like, more movies after it out. And then he still fucks thirty women right. and and manages to blow a bunch of shit up and get lauded for it by the end. So like I don't I don't know what they're trying to say. I just think it's so weird well, that Spectre and I... is trying to be campy. Like that's why Spectre doesn't work as well because they're such serious movies up to it's then, both. and then Spectre's yeah. like trying to be both, and it's like because they're running out of ideas. So they're like, we got to do something, and it doesn't work, and they're still gonna do another one. <laughs> I mean, it should have well, been out by now. That's and that's why I think I'm pretty excited for no time to die because they've they've done a number of things behind the scenes to like bring some fresh voices into phoebe the franchise Waller-Bridge. they got phoebe Waller-Bridge did like a from all reports a pretty extensive rewrite pass at the from at these the two dipshits script yeah, yeah. <laughs> after they got to touch it they uh, got, sent it off real quick and you got carrie fukunaga right to come in and Ooh. direct it and i mean i think it sounds like they're trying to bring james bond into the you know 21st century more than these other than the other daniel craig and i'll tell you what it needs to evolve with the times james bond coming into the 21st century looks like and it's mission impossible fallout (laughs) like that we already have those movies are better those movies are better james bond yeah it's like the scene started as like a born kind of deal right yes so now they've got to go to the next decade but mm-hmm. but like but I would even argue like Jack Reacher or whatever right. did what none of these could do, which was get fucking Werner Herzog <laughs> to be their bad guy. <laughs> One up already. Werner Herzog as a Bond villain True. would be. Mm, I just think it's crazy. Think we'll ever oh get to that God. as Christoph Waltz, and I'm good enough. I, I just, it's like Mission Impossible is like an homage to James Bond, and now James Bond is trying to be Mission Impossible. It's just crazy that that's what we're dealing with, like because Mission Impossible is so good. Now. Yeah. Now, but I, I mean, know. Hey, whoa! Mission Possible Two is the best one, <laughs> by far. I, I, okay. John Woo is the fucking man. Yes, yeah. That's not a good movie. No, it's so good. <laughs> but I mean, then again, this that isn't a new thing for the James Bond movies. They've always been doing that. I mean, the Timothy Dalton movies were trying to be Die Hard, and Die Hard was doing James Bond better than the James Bond right. movies were at yeah. that time. You know. So well, it's like yeah. this one. It's so hard to lock Good. down what even like their approach to Pierce Brosnan's Bond is because it's like he just seems no to be idea. mostly an amalgam, like movie to movie, of like what they want to bring out of the character, but they never settle mm-hmm. on one specific tone for him. No, he's constantly yeah. bouncing around between different versions of the character. And that's why I think that that's like a big problem mm-hmm. with Beers Brosnan is he he came to be Bond like six years too late. He's fifty. He in was this, or forty nine in this. 
he was going to be Bond on the first Timothy Dalton one. He was leaving his house to yeah, go to the yeah. press event where they were going to announce it and when Remington, Remington Steele yeah. called and said, pack your bags, buddy. Yeah. Well, I've never seen You're that not either, be James so Bond. I, I should do that. Because I like Pierce Brosnan, but like this is the majority of the shit I've seen him in, other than like World's End. And it's like, man, it's, I know he can probably act, and I feel so bad. <laughs> that like no yeah he's like three fourths of these movies aren't good for him. Mama Mia. Okay, I'm not counting oh. that because uh, I, I, I no I haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen um, can't who's comment. who's the oldest though? Is Roger Moore still the oldest? For I mean he was I the oldest when he did his last one. I'm certain had yeah. to have been I think because yeah, he was older he's old. than Sean Connery when he started. Yeah. 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 So that's that's yeah you're that's I mean Daniel yeah. Craig is he getting there? How old is Daniel Craig? Yeah, he's like fifty. He's, you know? Yeah, fifty something. This yeah. is his last one, though, right? It's gotta be. Please, please, God! Yeah. I, yeah, I, don't, I mean, nothing against Daniel him, Chris. but He's been good gone God, for fourteen yeah, years. Yeah, that's enough. Enough, enough. He's got to start knives he out. Cons- He's got to be doing knives out full right, time. And that's now, that's so. that's low impact, heavy <laughs> character work. That's so much better use of his time yeah. than being like a weirdly muscled out fifty plus year old dude. It doesn't. But, it's yeah. like a lot of diminishing returns. We just start looking weirder the more muscly you get. Which Spectre literally let ends. him do Tintin too. I, I know <laughs> No Time to Die looks like it's going to be good from yeah. what we're seeing from it. But Spectre literally ends with him walking away. Like, why are we coming back again? Like, so that they can Skyfall. shoot her in the face. He didn't want Spectre to be his last movie. Know, okay. well, it's like Skyfall. I then love don't Skyfall. write it that way. <laughs> Stop we, ending we, it like he's done and then bringing him back again. When we when we did the trailer review for No Time to Die, God, back before. Then the oh, I remember that. Time. Jeez, that was, yeah. I forgot was we like, did that. I, I brought up that, like, Skyfall is a great movie, but it really fucks up Daniel Craig's, like, character arc because yes. it is, like, the end of a trilogy where they're going to start, like, a new Bond. Mm-hmm. But instead, they just greenlit more Daniel Craig. <laughs> that is the one that TJ's talking about where he's like, you're an old man now. Yeah. You gotta hang well, it like, up. You gotta be done. And then they're like, two more, two more movies. Like the hard part is Quantum of Solace, which actually hits Netflix this next week, I believe. So I'm excited to actually which movie go Quantum of Solace. Never heard of it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but but I, I haven't watched it since it came out, and I've heard that it gets better when you watch them back to. So that's what so, we were planning to do for the podcast was right. if we so kept I'm doing excited James to rewatch that. But do it, it is a direct continuation of Casino Royale. So yes. like you get the first movie. A direct continuation of the first movie and then Skyfall's like, you're too old buddy, you're done. And then there's two more <laughs> where he gets progressively more muscly and more action action scenes and they keep going, you're done. <laughs> when are we done? <laughs> In 15 years and uh, five movies by the time it actually finishes. <laughs> so it's like... E boy. What? Yeah, he's gotta be tired of it. Well, it's I like, mean... they, they, it's a lot of diminishing returns for like you bring him back, it's going to start being Roger Mori. Well, didn't he say, like, after Spectre, didn't he come out and say something like, Yeah, I'm he was tired. Mad. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and then now he still came back. He says that after, he says that after everyone, oh. which I don't blame him for. Every time you make one of those James Bond movies, as soon as you're done, I imagine you would be like, fuck that. Yeah. I don't want to do well, that Well, he's anymore. hardly done anything, because he got swooped up right after, like, Layer Cake to do yeah. Casino Royale. Yeah. So it's like, he did a very small amount of, like, acting career became James Bond and that has been the majority of his acting career snuck in Cowboys and Aliens oh, <laughs> that's, oh. a, that's a classic 
Mm-hmm. Every but almost every time he's in a movie that's not James Bond, it's better. Interesting. Yeah. He's doing something fun. Like Knives Out, Logan Lucky, like he's right, doing Logan fun oh, and Logan interesting things. I really even though it's such a small part, when I saw him in Golden Compass, I was like, Oh, that's fun. Like every time he shows oh, up and yeah, stuff, that it's one's like, cool. Hey, that's fun. And he's so good at Knives oh, Out. Man. We've already uh, talked about it, but he's yeah. so good at Knives Out. So I've I've recently gotten into uh, the 3D printing hobby and you I've have? been doing it for like yeah for for <laughs> miniatures and things, and uh, and one of the um, companies that I I sponsor on Patreon um, and they give you like a pack of digital files to print at the end of the month. This next month is Frost Giant themed, Ooh. and they were showing their their like concept art for it, and they've got like these fucking like bear giant things that like are like are bringing some golden compass realness and i was like yes 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 fuck yeah because those books are great those are great books i don't know i don't know i still gotta watch i watched three episodes of that tv show i gotta keep watching i haven't given it i haven't checked it out it's supposed to be really good like really close to the i have the only Lin Manuel thing that I've ever consumed is Moana. Yep. Same. And I have I haven't seen any other I haven't listened to Hamilton. I haven't I haven't done any of that. He shows up in Brooklyn Nine Nine and that's a that's a fun bit. Yeah. Because he's sure. like he plays um uh oh I forgot. But Andy Sandberg Love Interest, her like sister or uh his her brother and he's like really annoying and like the perfect older brother that like her parents love and he's he can't fuck up in any way that's very Uh, fun for it to be him because he's very (laughs) lin-manuel is a very interesting figure because it's undeniable that he's extremely like talented Mm -hmm. he is very very talented and a lot of stuff that he does is very very well done and he deserves all the praise he gets but he also has the energy of the worst type of theater kid that got everything he's ever wanted (laughs) so he's the theater kid that you hated and is annoying but on a grander scale but you also can't deny that he's very he's like 110 percent at all times like isn't his next movie that was supposed to come out this year in the heights like that that's him, he, right? That's it, like yeah. a musical like style. He, I've, seen, he, I've seen the stage. That was show his. That. that was his play before uh, Hamilton. That was a really oh, big hit. I've seen he, that then. So yeah, I've seen yeah. one thing. There you go. I he saw wrote. That. He wrote in the Heights when he was in college, oh. and it was performed at his college as like his thesis, and then it made its way to Broadway because it was so good, and then off of that he was able to make Hamilton, mm. and he's doing a live action Little Mermaid. Oh right! I forgot he was the one attached to that. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> it, I mean, the he's, man, the man he's, loves water. <laughs> Get that man near water. <laughs> he's in Disney's pocket right now, which is not a terrible place to no. be. They'll pay him a whole lot of money, and he's at the point where they will let him do like they give him quite a bit of freedom because he has such a proven track record. So make well, and like it's part James of the contract Bond. where he's just like. <sighs> No. Man, I only get paid in Disney bucks, and then, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, "Okay, whatever." And then, and then he gets a box of of Disney bucks, and it's just regular dollars. And it's like, wait, are Disney bucks just regular dollars? <laughs> Disney have, bucks have are Disney, regular dollars. <laughs> have, have have regular dollars been Disney bucks the whole time? <laughs> Disney bucks Always are actually worth more than the U.S. dollar. <laughs> yeah, they're more. Yeah. <laughs> Inflation and whatnot. Let's make James Bond a musical starring Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I'd watch. Yeah. It. Can you believe that a gallon of milk is up to two months of Disney Plus? <laughs> Good lord! Is that how we're telling the, the cost of things now? Yeah. If the Expanse wanted to be realistic, then their currency would just be yeah months of Disney Plus subscriptions. <laughs> yeah. It cost me Mulan to fill my gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> one and one quarter Mulans. <laughs> 
<laughs> One quarter portion. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that was our review of No Time right. to Die, right, guys? I, I no. can't find anything nice to say. All of it all of it was, like, either boring or, like, you know, approaching droll at a couple sp- spots. But, like, it, it was it was just bad. I mean, like, I feel bad for Pierce Brosnan for, like, you know, like, kind of phoning this one in, banking on the fact that he would get another one. And they were just like, no, Shippard. This is bad. <laughs> gotta try You're every done. time or this is what you get. Like, I, I haven't had, like, that visceral reaction to, like, the end of a film because I try not to get attached, but it was just like, oh, when you're when you're so bad, you're so good, or some Oh, no, they're like, like, leave it in, what, leave it in, it's what, perfect what size. And I'm honestly, that part, was, that part was on brand for Bond, oh. and that was not the part that I had a problem with. What about with. the it was just like, money penny Like, bit. roll credits. Oh, TJ, oh, we gotta have yeah. our money penny minute. TJ Money Penny Minute. Oh, our Money Penny Minute. Shit. Oh man. What do you got to say Is about Money Penny in that virtual reality? I'm yeah. not attached to this Money Penny even remotely. Right. No. Like, I mean, no. I, I my Money Penny is like OG Money right. Penny. Like, yeah. this is she's been shooed away. They, they locked her in a broom closet somewhere with all the other old old maids at MI6. And I don't like whatever because I like the fact that they are like they tease each other a lot and play with each other a lot mm-hmm. I don't like the her like literally like wanting to like get it on with him I thought that was like a step no, too far it's, the, the nature of the relationship should be playful yes. and then this is her just like wanting VR boyfriend wanting his is seed fun. and then Q yeah. goes isn't it hard and she's like very and I was like ew oh, oh wait how did hmm. I, I despised all of the VR aspects of I this I don't understand the point well, it just reminds me of Lawnmower Man, which is never yeah. a thing you want to be reminded of. Yeah, another Pierce Brosnan vehicle. Yeah, thank exactly. You. <laughs> Literally, this the movie... VR was just to like put in another action scene and then right. have that money penny joke. That was this all it was. This movie is like mm-hmm. an ultimate blank check production, where it's like they just gave yeah. them like they gave them free mm-hmm. reign to do whatever the fuck they wanted. Where like if you looked up some of the trivia, it's like the director uh, invented whole sequences, like. They had they had none like half the stuff wasn't even written. It's like they he insisted on that ice castle being built, so it was in fact oh. built for the production. And then he insisted on that car chase bit through it because it's like, well, we have it, so we should use it. But that so means he invented it. it in the bit like there as they were there. That well, sure, yeah. They, they just like went with it. He invented well, it, so many it, things. It's like the movie. They, it's impressive what they cut out or they didn't film. Where, like, he wanted there to be, like, ladies in, like, cat latex suits walking around. Oh. And there was, like, a whole cutout bit Four where, shadow, like, yeah. um, Madonna and Rosamund Pike have, like, like Madonna's touching her during, like, the fencing sequence. And they cut that no. bit out. He's like, the, Please, the looks are you. just enough. It's I like, just think, I, I, why I, is that not a precedent that the whoever gets to do the song, the theme for the movie, also gets to show up in the movie? I feel like that should be a precedent uh. that they set. Because why did Madonna <laughs> get to show up and Chris Cornell didn't oh, get yeah. to show did up? Oh, yeah, did you miss... Did you Adele, miss Adele just cameo? takes a headshot in <laughs> Sky at the beginning of Skyfall. <laughs> She's the one that gets the headshot? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was crazy. Though. I was like, oh, yeah, Madonna's in this. Okay, it's, sure. It's dumb. And, I, I mean, think like, that the example of a, a movie that can pull off the making stuff up on the spot is the Mission Impossible movies. Because for the most part, those movies don't really start with full scripts. They have the outline, and then as they go to different locations, they come up with... Yeah, Tom Cruise is like, what's the craziest thing I can do? Build a movie around it. Well, and but more, also, but, but more but than also, that, I... 
Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. But more than that, I think that it works because you have Christopher McQuarrie as both the screenwriter and the director. And Tom Cruise is like so your it's not second a... guy on both of exactly. those. Exactly. Yeah, it's not... Tom... yeah, I will say Tom Cruise is probably very integral to yeah. that. Yes. I mean, like, because you've got savvy people that are linking, moving the plot forward with action. Because, like, people just think that it's like dangling keys in front of a baby, but if it, if it doesn't actually do anything, if there's no stakes beyond, like, he's got to get out of this alive, we know he's going to fucking get out of this alive because it's a two-and-a-half-hour-long movie and he's James Bond. So, like, is he going to get the, the missing link to his next part of the mission or whatever is more of an important hinge than literally any other thing? Where it's just like, yeah, we we know that Halle Berry's gonna make it to at least the, the like a certain percentage of the film or whatever, and so we don't need to worry about her too terribly much if that's like the crux of this action thing is like I need to go save her or whatever. Right. It's just yeah. like, okay, neat. Like none of this is actually like moving toward right. accomplishing there anything so or many finding set anything. There's so pieces that are just there because like, oh, that could be cool. But then like they rendered yeah. out like mm-hmm. they spent all that money and they rendered out the sequences and they aren't cool. And they still put no, them in. No, no. Like, there's so no. many that look the, just bad, or they're unnecessary in their entirety. The, like the, I think the only the only plot moving scene is where he like snatches the necklace off of Zhao's neck when they're at the clinic, and yeah. literally every other thing is just fucking fluff. It is keys in front of a baby for the rest mm-hmm. of the movie. Yep. You're right. <sighs> but like when he yeah. drives in the 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 drag racing car in Iceland sure. he just goes off with it and they're like oh we can't catch him and it's like a second later they're just starting to like blow like a laser's behind him and it's like what <laughs> okay he can't he's just like first of all he gets in the fucking speed racer mobile and drives off in a lake frozen in ice so where's he gonna go at like just, landmark yeah. speeds the part of that that killed the me laser. was that that guy was looking through his binoculars and like watching him the whole time. I was like, at a certain point, you wouldn't be able to see him anymore. But no, that guy was still like, I got eyes on him with these binoculars. Don't worry. <laughs> like, no. He beat your record. <laughs> yeah, beat your record. That's important to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one other fun thing that I think, one last thing that I want to mention is um, I, I have been to London now. And so the scene when he is, uh, when he goes to meet, uh, M mm-hmm. in like the underground like abandoned tunnel right, Piccadilly. and he he yes he like goes to this random and the shot where he walks up to like this abandoned alley-ish area that's right on the bridge that's right next to Parliament and Big Ben I've been there I know that is one of the busiest parts of London there wouldn't be nobody <laughs> else around and maybe my favorite little piece that I knew as I was watching that scene is probably 300 feet away from where he's standing is now Shrek the London Adventure. Oh. So. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. That's great. Uh, I just we, wanted to make sure we, to add we that. We do live in a brighter future. Wait, did you feel well, okay, yeah, we okay. sure that's well. great and all, but uh, what the hell is that? <laughs> the Shrek London Adventure? Yeah, what the hell is that? <laughs> I I regret to inform you that I didn't actually do oh, it. We well, just walked uh, by. You're not the fan that I thought you, you were. You, you had an honor and duty to this podcast. So you, you won't be able to Shrek tell me London what adventure? that is. <laughs> what is Jesus, well, I can't even look I can you in the t- fucking eye right now. <laughs> I can tell you what it is. It is a um, 
a way too expensive experience where you go into a building and there's a bunch of like small kid crafts that you can do with Shrek and then you drive with a, Shrek. You, <laughs> you're glazing yeah, and then over you write the fact in, that like, you're with Shrek during this. <laughs> yeah, you kind of yada 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 that. Thank you. <laughs> you write in like a half-assed uh, double-decker bus simulator that like runs the driven by donkey. See, oh yeah, you just get to like sing some hymns with Jesus Christ himself. That's all. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with well. you? Yeah, yeah, Do you have a little snack of onions while you're there? Yeah. Get fucked. <laughs> it's it's like sixty dollars a person though. Jeez. Like that's why it didn't oh, do it because it's way And too it would expensive. be so creepy if you went in there as an adult by yourself. Absolutely. But what's the conversion to <laughs> Disney money? How podcast. much is it for Disney money? Yeah. Oh, it's only bucks. like four Disney. Oh, okay, bucks. cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's only like two Mulans. Yeah. That yeah. is only two Mulans. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I don't have. I don't have anything else to say about this movie. This, I mean, still in my so mind, bad. now that I've seen so many James Bond movies, this still is James Bond to me. <laughs> yeah. This I haven't seen Bond. this since Casino Royale come out. So I think the, the last time I saw it, I said in the group chat was, I'm pretty sure, like, on a Spike TV marathon in, like, the mid-2000s yes. before before Casino Royale came out. And I have not seen it since. And my, my girlfriend's mm-hmm. been harping on me recently about giving out negative reviews to things that, like, I haven't seen yeah. in over a decade. Oh, so, we've, we've heard about this. <laughs> right. So, I was oh, like, you know, maybe escapades. there's something redeeming here. And there's, you know, it's, it's insane enough of a movie that I wasn't bored to tears with it, but it's not good. No. And I'm I was no. I felt vindicated that my memories like it was passable when I was a kid, just passing time. I would yep. not return to this movie again. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> not unless no. there's like a good reason, like charity or Pierce Brosnan die. Or charity. <laughs> Someone's paying us <laughs> it charity. Went... Pierce Brosnan dies. Those are the three reasons <laughs> to come yeah. back to this. My Blu ray my Blu ray went back into the case and that's where it shall stay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I've got oh, a no, mine's collection still where the... I never watch <laughs> I'm glad it only has one through four because I would not watch five or six. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I like. Didn't you say that it was like behind your your set proper? Like it's it's in a separate thing that's like tucked that's, away behind uh, Spectre. 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 Oh, Spectre. Spectre's back there. Okay. It's actually I like Spectre more than this. I like Spectre quite a bit, even though the yeah. architect of all Me your too. pain is so <laughs> fucking awful. Oh yeah. That's, I think I like Spectre the least of all the Daniel Craig yes. movies, but I still enjoy it more than most James the, Bond movies. Right. The one little moment where Christoph Waltz walks into the meeting and then whispers over to the guy and then they push the microphone forward like eight centimeters so that it's actually close enough for him to talk is better than this entire two and a half hour fucking movies <laughs> yeah. that I had to sit through. So yeah, I will I watch the, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll the, give that to Spectre. Batiste in the train sequence. That yep. thing is. Give me a break. That's better than yeah, any man. sequence in this movie. Yep. Yes. Yeah. What are you talking about? The part where the lasers are flying around and they're fighting around the lasers? That's so good. And and, and there's punnies. Although, you were right, Sammy. That laser going through the mouth, we said earlier, that's metal as fuck. And I still like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the the villain getting thrown through an airplane. Unfortunately, we have to stand. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. We regret to inform you. (laughs) Well, okay, him going through the turbines, great and all, but him saying that it like say hello to gravity or whatever the hell he says is not cool that was no. awful oh, no. also he hits the button on the guy and for some reason now it electrocutes him even though that's what he's been Andy, doing the entire movie he was to electrocute other people and that what? he was holding the plane so it reverbed back to him but wouldn't that kill everybody inside the plane? There's no one else in the plane, but James, James Bond's, was... James Bond's invincible. No, because God no? is dead. Is the problem. Halle Berry yeah. and 
Rosamund Pike were in the plane. They were dead already. There is, there is Rosamund Pike bit. was dead. And Allie Berry wasn't. When the, when the ice castle I mean, is coming down and the ice chandelier crushes the dude in the ice pool that's melted. Oh, yeah. And, and like a bunch of out. blood just immediately comes up. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Gushing. And that never happens again other than the dude getting sucked into a turbine. Yep. And like, well, in that the was, most that CG was a... and also sad way. <laughs> well, now what's what kind of bummed me out, though, is that like while the chandelier and the blood thing was very very metal mm-hmm. um it took away the opportunity for us to get uh, a uh, back from the grave uh, one last uh, uh rearing uh, should be dead bad guy uh with thing yeah. which is right. a very fun james bond thing he also didn't uh, you didn't you didn't get your knickknack all right i'm gonna moment throw on your improv hats uh he didn't do a one-liner for the chandelier thing which should be the one-liner for the chandelier kill Ooh man <laughs> God. Maybe that's why. The gravity line. That makes more sense to go there. Literally, him going back into that turbine, it has nothing to do with gravity. It has nothing to do with gravity. You're right. That's where the gravity Uh, line should have been. You're good. You're right. If it's supposed supposed to be bad and it's supposed to be for this movie, maybe it's like, hopefully now he got the point or something. Like, you know, like, it would be that would be a fitting one. Pike says that line to Halle Berry. Oh. Well, maybe like it was. They should have done. Yeah. No, no. Kill that darling and put it here. Shoots out. He goes, it was ice to meet you. That's no, that's like no. A Schwarzenegger. Level. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh yeah, they, yeah. they that's some <laughs> let off some steam. Yeah, and that Let's is yeah, the no. peak of one liners is Commando. <laughs> yeah, that's why there wasn't. Oh, he could, well, he could, he could do like a Beauty and the Beast uh, candelabra thing, like, like you know, be our guest. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Like all, all right. these are oh, bad. Are... All of them are bad. <laughs> also, doubling down that it's a nice hotel. Anyway, I'm, I, I've been TJ, uh, and and, uh, and I'll and I'll see you. Guys later. <laughs> oh, there he goes. There he goes. Goodbye, TJ. Hey, if if anybody out there has a better one-liner that they want to tell us about. You can email us at neverseenanyofthispod at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Or you, could just tw- or you could just tweet it at us over on our Twitter page, at NSAOTpod. Let's hear those one-liners. Yeah, give us give us your best James Bond one-liners. We, we would love to to read them. Might even retweet. <laughs> oh, I absolutely would if someone did. Right. Um, I also want to say uh, thanks for doing this another year. Uh, and over yeah, a thousand boys. downloads. Yeah. I mean, not like that's what, how many episodes we put out. That's not like a crazy number, but it's, it's cool, also though. cool. It's cool yeah. as fuck. I don't Especially know how well our I hate podcast. My own voice. <laughs> <laughs> how well, I don't remember how well our podcast downloads. was doing bef- before the reboot. I don't remember, but I but feel it like was not this. It was not this good. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. I don't think it was doing these numbers here. Right. So that's great. We had like one. We had Batman v Superman did like two hundred, and then everything mm-hmm. else was pretty pretty low. We had like yeah. two. Well, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we found a way to keep it going even when the world shut down yeah. because yeah. it's it's very nice to have our weekly get together. Our theme to for the podcast doesn't stop break. because movies stop coming yeah. out because there you know there's know. plenty of movies I haven't seen so Mm-mm. right so well, well did anybody did anybody email email a podcast for a dramatic reading not yet no. Um, I I'll have it right now, but I'm pretty sure the answer is <laughs> okay. no. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I I do have the WAP lyrics pulled up oh, right right is that oh our, you just oh, had that right, right here i can I, I mean i just he has it i was he has it, it researching <laughs> it, yeah, i stumbled upon it in my research while i was researching well, since it's um, been one year tj give us some lines mm-hmm. give us some readings are you are you sure do you think that's appropriate do you think that's a nice yeah, just, like com- just give us a little bit okay a little warm-up yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> um andy uh will you put on your director hat for a second please uh, yeah. James Lipton. Okay. 
what's uh, so uh, what's 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 my motivation here? What's what's uh, what's the scene? Okay, so I think uh, in this scene you are <laughs> you have seen for the first time in years a past lover that you mm-hmm. thought was dead. Okay. And you are catching them up on the years of transformation and growth that you have had in the past four years since you have seen this this said lover. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. are trying to, with just, you are trying to sweep them off their feet with just the the next lines that are coming out of your mouth. I want you I have to, to think of it, yeah, perfect thing yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. perfect thing well, to say mm-hmm. to, I mean, this is your soulmate <laughs> that was ripped yeah. away from you. Mm-hmm. I, have to, and, I have to demonstrate some some of the like the growth and the talents that I've developed in the interim since yeah. the last and we met. It's, uh, yeah. and, and it's Raymond. You're not you have quite to look sure. at Raymond and do yeah. this to, to, into Raymond's eyes. Well, and you're not okay. quite sure, like you're not quite <laughs> mm-hmm. sure how this is gonna go, but just like mm-hmm. a, no, if you mess this up, it would be so devastating to you if you don't mm-hmm. get this person back yeah. that you're not sure how you would be able to go on. But it just hail Mary. I just gotta do it. Yep. Yeah. I have to. You gotta. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so just do your okay. best to convince this person that there's nobody on this earth <sighs> more suited for them than you. I have to let them know. Okay. All right. Okay. Quiet on set. And tell them why. Yeah. <clears throat> and ready? Uh, check. And action. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. <laughs> you oh, can't laugh. Stop. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll mute myself. <laughs> There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy make that pullout game weak. Wah. There you go. Right, then, yeah. Wow. Boof. Boy. And then that's that's the part that I can get into without the N word. So I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think I think I think I think that's. You brought me to stuff. tears. It was from right. crying, but you did bring me boys, to tears. Uh, it's a pot well. of macaroni and cheese over here. <laughs> <laughs> macaroni in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right well, all right cool well there goes my chance a- of ever running oh. for local office yeah, <laughs> and i just i i would just like to to the final little button on the podcast is the the pun that i've been waiting for the entire the entire time but uh we'll leave you with this mm-hmm. we watched die another day mm-hmm. but at the end of it it made me want to die today so <laughs> great we'll s- oh great all right. all right you had a bomb in your pocket I'm yeah We will see you guys next week with another episode of Never Seen Any of This. But until then, we'll say bye. 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 Sigmund Freud.